All right, so this is super exciting. We're mm-hmm. in Carlsbad, California at the Titleist Club Manufacturing Facility. And we've got Stephanie and JJ with us, two incredible guests. We're gonna be talking all things TSR. And Mike, we got to, I think we've already experienced quite a bit. Oh yeah. We got to get fit. We got to hit it a bunch. Mm-hmm. We were walked to the facility. We got to see them being made. But now we really kind of want to dive in here. So we're going to talk a little bit of tour. We're going to talk a little bit of R&D and things like that. But Stephanie, let's start with you. Uh, first, just a brief introduction of uh, what you do here at Titleist. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about what you've done here with TSR. Well, happy to be here with you, Frank and Mike. And um, happy to talk about TSR 2 and 3 and 4 and also the Fairway Woods. And So I am the Director of Metalwood Development for Titleist Golf Club R&D. Um, What that means is that my team does all of the design and engineering from initial concepts all the way through to production. So uh, these are our children and we're happy to be here with them. (laughs) That's very cool. And when you say that, where is the starting point for something like this? Like how far down the road would something like TSR be when you first start working on it? Well, it's an interesting question because we have a couple of uh, lead-in groups that support us too. So we have a research team and an innovation team that are doing blue sky efforts, looking at new technologies, new materials, and kind of doing initial first effort of testing them. And when those come to us, typically we're about a year and a half to two years prior to when this product now comes to market. And so what we will do is take some of those initially validated materials and, and also constructions and we'll go and bring them together into what we think would be a great product um, based on feedback that we get from JJ, from our fitters, um, and just really gather all of that and make it into the best performing product that we can. Very cool. And I want to speak to our own fitting in a second, but first with JJ, let's bring you in. So you work with the guys on tour. We had the opportunity to, uh, to meet you in the tour truck mm-hmm. uh, just a couple of weeks ago, but uh, what would be your role when it comes to TSR? Uh, giving unnecessary demands to Stephanie and team that can be reached and that they exceed. Um, Are those demands coming from you or from the guys on tour? Uh, both. You know, for, as all of our tour fitters around the world are, they have to present this product to a player and find a way to make players that choose titles be better. And so when Stephanie comes out with products like TSI, mm. we're like, well, how do we? players have a hard time articulating what would make that better. Mm -hmm. So it's our job to translate that and tell her all the things that are great and then tell her to don't change a lot of it, but make everything else a lot better. And so that's a big part of our role is whether it's shaping sound or saying, hey, how do we get a longer, straighter um, driver is how do we keep all the things that are classically titleist that the better player is demanding Mm -hmm. and then get performance um, through the roof. Wow. And Stephanie, that that has to be a challenge to when you're making a product that has to fit all levels of golfers Mm -hmm. from the top, the tour, down to your weekend hacker, so to speak. How do you build that into making something like this? Well, that's part of why it's essential that we have performance choice and why we have different models and different options, because we look at the avid dedicated golfers and we try to understand what are each of their performance needs so when you look at the two type player that's that player that really needs all around forgiveness across Mm -hmm. the face but it also generally is kind of a high launch low spin ball flight that they need out of a driver when you look at a three player that's a player that has a little more precision in their impact and so bringing center gravity adjustability to that player is really a powerful tool for JJ and our best fitters to be able to align CG with impact location, to control dispersion tendencies, 
just unlocks more speed and, and opportunity for that player for distance. Um, and then you look at the four and we say, well, the four is really more of a niche product for mm -hmm. us, but there are those players that need ultra low spin. And so being able to have a product that delivers upon that really helps us as well. And then you look at the other extent and that one product that we make as well. And, and that one is really targeted towards that player that needs ultra lightweight. So we study and we look at the market. We look at all players. Not all of them are really broadly played on tour the one for example is not as broadly played on the pga tour but you see some lpga tour adoption to that product um, but we really try to identify each unique player base need and how do we make the best performing product to open up distance and consistency for that player and then pairing that with the good fitting is where we really right. get the dialing in yeah. And, and that really comes down to how do we offer the best customization and tools and adjustability for um, the player's needs. So you look at our SureFit hosel system, it's still what I consider to be the best in the industry, independent loft and lie adjustment. We like to say it operates like a tour van and a hosel. So your ability to dial in loft for launch and spin and then lie angle for your dispersion tendency and your start direction is really important. It's important on drivers, but it's even more important on those turf interaction golf clubs like fairways and hybrids. And then we also have headweight adjustability. So being able to, you know, dial it up and down really can unlock speed for players too. Yeah. I want to know what the big difference is from TSI because when we were fitting that, I remember we've been playing it for two years now. That's a club that you'd have to pry away from me. <laughs> just hit it so well. And then yesterday getting fit, just seeing the gains that we both got yeah. and the dispersion tighten. What was the big difference? Well, that's always the fun and the challenge for us as an engineering group. We're saying, how do we make it better? And right. every two years, it is our objective to make it better. And so when we were looking at the third generation of Titleist Speed Project, it is all about the refinement. So looking at aerodynamics, looking at how do we leverage face materials to drive even more face performance and more speed across the face. Can we refine our center gravity positions to be able to improve trajectory and launch and spin and speed? And then bringing just the best in performance choice and model options too. Yeah. So let's run through these real quick because yeah. I see them in front. So let's start at the. Well, let's start with the four. Yes. Let's start because with the four. one. Do I, do I have the four? Yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. One thing that I thought was really interesting was what you did with the weights and right. how much you can change that. So tell us a little bit about that. So yeah, when we think about the four, obviously it's first and foremost position is that it needs to be ultra low spin. And so we know that, but in talking with JJ and Liam, who's our DP world tour manager, um, they've always asked us, is there a way to make a head that has spin adjustability and more versatility because of that? Um, they wanted to be able to do that outside of just changing loft. Yeah. And so we came back to them and we said, we think the four chassis would be a good option to do that in because it's the smallest head. We have the most discretionary mass to play with. And so it allowed us to put in this dual flat weight system, which now essentially when you have a heavyweight Ford, which is how it's configured in its normal configuration, it's going to launch and spin like a TSI four, but it's faster. When you go and you flip that heavyweight to the back and move the lightweight Ford, now you end up with a product that will launch and spin like a TSR3. Mm. So if you have a player that really lands maybe where a TSR3 is, you know, too high spins, but they need something not as aggressive as a four, you now with our flat weight capability, you can dial that in mm -hmm. from a launch and spin standpoint for them. And it really opens up and just brings a lot more flexibility to which was a niche product for us, but yeah. really now has more legs in terms of the fitters. Do you have anything you want to add, JJ? Yeah, I think, you know, again, you, your opening question is, what what does the tour ask? And that was in the four product for us is the shape of TSI 3 was so beautiful that 
we kind of said we want that in a smaller chassis. Mm -hmm. So that was request one from tours. How do you make the four a lot more like the three? And then it's really powerful at a tour event that you all have been at to be able to make adjustments quickly. Mm, so right. you have a player yeah. that loves the look of the four, you bring it to the T and it's a little bit low spin, but other parts are really good is to be able to just flip the weight rather than go to the truck and make the adjustments and try to come back. So that was a really powerful as a fitter. So you just add that adjustment that again, you can be very quick and make that adjustment for a player. Yeah. And we were talking and you had mentioned about players, you know, the, to the eye performing so well and, and, you know, not almost wanting to, how do you improve upon that? How have you found that, that the players have taken to the, to the new R? Has it been something quick or are they, is there a reluctancy because they're performing so well in the eye? How's that been? Yeah, I think it's a little bit, you know, what you mentioned that, hey, I'm good. You right. Know, yeah. I, I am a perfect driver. Don't touch it. You know, but one of the things you see is early adopter success drives trial. Yeah, yeah. So when we win out of the gates with a JT post and when Cameron Smith wins a open championship, uh, when the first three weeks the driver was on tour, the leader in strokes and off the tee chose a TSR. Maybe I want to try that. Right. You know, and you know, in the in the four specific, it, it's also a really great tool to be able to have our players trust us. Um, we had a Garrett Kigo is a perfect example. He was between three four, three four and I. You can bring out an R four, show him the weight in the back. Well, now it's that perfect spot for him. So here's a player that had tried both, had some success with both, and now he has the shape that he wants, the spin launch characteristics. Mm -hmm. So it just becomes that perfect fit, and it clicks right away. That's really cool to hear. And now the face looks very similar to what we saw in the eye, mm -hmm. but I know there's some differences. So tell us a little bit about the face. Yeah, you know. It's just an aspect of we pay attention to all of the details on the design as well as the engineering. But the feedback that we had on the face and the high contrast face is really being done with an intentional purpose that we want it to be able to visually look like the head has loft on it. If anything, that's the feedback that we had gotten from TS to TSI was that black on black, it's really hard to differentiate where the face is. So we've maintained that, but we've just refined it. So we've taken this uh, laser etching in the high contrast all the way out to the face perimeter now. So it makes the face look visually a lot larger mm -hmm. than it looked at mm -hmm. TSI. Confidence. Also, yep. confidence. widen yeah. out this center portion, um, just kind of drawing your attention to the sweet spot size and how large it is on the head. Um, and really made that high contrast. So it's very dark, very light. So it looks like the curvature shines through on the face. And it just breeds in the address position the confidence, confidence. for the player to right. swing hard at it. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's why, me personally, I've been in the two because of the fact I'm a 10 handicap. I don't hit the center face every single time. Mm -hmm. So I found that the forgiveness across the face has always helped me swing harder because mm -hmm. I, I, I'm more confident. I can just get after it and I'm not worried about pulling off of it a bit. But what, one thing I did notice, the difference that I found moving to the R in my fitting was my dispersion tightening up, especially my distance dispersion. Mm -hmm. I hit a couple that were definitely not center phase and I still got the yardage out of it. Uh, in mm -hmm. fact, work with my fitter, he said it was within one yard. He said, you could lay a towel out there mm -hmm. and they finish at the same distance. So what did you do? What's in there? Want to skip to the two? Yeah, I want yeah. to jump to the two because I need to know how you He's did like, that. I need to, I need to know. This. Um, you know what, the, the two is probably the most significant changes from the line from I2 to R2. Um, from aerodynamics to center gravity placement, um, it's an all around completely different animal in terms of what it does. But it's still 
our most forgiving product. And and I'm glad to hear you saw yeah. that as well. Felt it, saw um, it, everything. Yeah. You know, so aerodynamically speaking, uh, you know, we've refined our crown and sole curvature. That's helping this head move through the air faster. We've also brought a new face insert technology to it that really has expanded the sweet spot size and made it huge. Mm -hmm. So when you miss it on those off-center hits now, your ball speed retention, as you pointed to, is even better than it was before. And that's part of why you're seeing such great launch and spin stability too, because you pair that incredibly fast face with the inertial properties and the center gravity properties of this head, and you're going to see even more consistency. So when you don't have as much mm -hmm. speed drop off, and you already have great launch and spin and stability across the face. Now your window in terms of downrange distance, it yeah. just closes up. And that's that throw a towel, throw a blanket over it. Exactly. And it's definitely, we talk about speed. I gained seven miles an hour ball speed. Uh, is a lot of that accounting to those aerodynamics? And I think one thing we learned in our fitting, even just thing guys would never think about was even the, the whole size here. Mm -hmm. Like is that, that makes that much of a difference as it cuts through the air? Well, the refinements. And so crown curvature and sole curvature kind of point number one is keeping the flow of air connected yeah. to that. But even down to the details of really minimalization of our sole industrial design, as well as that hosel hole size, all of those little things add up to tenths of miles an hour that really help players to see mm -hmm. more speed. Um, you pair that in combination with the improved face insert design that we have. And then also we've snuck our center gravity a little bit more forward. We know that when players have a little more forward center gravity, not super far forward, but a little more forward, that we also see increased speed out of that. So yeah. those three elements in combination are really contributing as well as the great fitting that you receive towards that seven miles an hour. Exactly. And I, and I know that's forgiving, but JJ, are we seeing those on tour? Yeah, the there's going to be there... a product out here on the table that we're not going to see on tour from somebody. Interesting. And that's going to be, again, that, that feedback, you know, the two shape um, was one of our lesser played. And when we saw an opportunity when Stephanie brought all the speed to the table of, hey, how do we get that even in more players' bag? And that was refining the shape. So there was some feedback in the shaping of the toe and the heel and the overall profile of the head that we thought was an opportunity to still be really big, forgiving, but getting a little bit more classic in some of the shaping mm -hmm. that was going to give us an opportunity to have tour players set it down and go, wow, that looks great. Yeah, and not and then, too unfamiliar. And, and be a lot of performance because that's the one thing, you know, Stephanie, his, her team, you know, years ago when they started down this title of speed project is, you know, it's always one of these favorite meetings of mine that mm -hmm. Stephanie's presenting TS and Josh Shalge, VP of Marketing, is sitting there with this notebook and she listed like 10 things that were improving and none as a standalone felt huge. And at the end, he's like, wait, does that equal this? <laughs> and it's her team's ability to find all these little things. Instead of saying one thing changed everything, it really didn't. Um, but if you find a little bit everywhere, mm -hmm. then you start seeing it. So when we test prototypes of this, because Stephanie gets us prototypes two years in advance of mm -hmm. the launch that tour players are hitting and providing feedback and gathering data on ball speed, launch, spin, sound, feel, that we saw this as an opportunity. So we've seen almost double the amount of usage on tour from TSI to TSR2. Really? That's pretty incredible. I mean, I understand why, but yeah. I think a lot of it too, and JJ alluded to this, but you know, we listen to the feedback. And so if anything, TSI3, it's been the most globally dominant tour driver that we've ever made. And the shape has been by and far the best received driver shape that we've ever done. 
Um, and if when we talked about the two with the players, and I asked JJ, well, what do you think is holding players back? Because we know that that product is necessary for some players. Um, he said, you know, I think a lot of it came down to just the straightness of the top line that we had mm -hmm. coming through there. So we took the best elements of our three shape, which is the sweat toe that we yeah. do, and introduced it into this still elongated, larger footprint profile of the two. So now, as you set this down, it looks visually open, but doesn't play open, which is important because we don't want to go and crank the face angle mm -hmm. and then affect the dispersion tendencies for players. We really want to be able to give that look that allows a player to swing really hard through impact without a fear of it going left. Um, and I think that that's led to the slight uptick already. You'd be amazed the amount of time Stephanie and I talk about that corner of a golf club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking hours. We, we discussed that little Not corner. Yeah. And that's what, there's some key areas when a, a player looks at a driver that if you ever looked at some prototypes, you would find, why does that look so much different? And it tends to be a couple different areas on the club. So we really ask her team to spend a lot of time in very minute details mm. because the first thing a player notices is at address. Right. You know, they're going to, you guys saw the track band data and our tour player is going to do the same and that's going to drive a conversion decision. But if, if it starts poorly, right, it, it's hard to swing hard. It's hard to be confident. It's hard to, you know, we always challenge our players when you're on the 72nd hole, how is that club going to perform? Mm -hmm. And so for you all, whether it's a money match and it comes down the last hole, it's a club championship. It's if you set that club down and you're feeling good before you pull the trigger, um, it's a heck of a start. All right, guys, we'll get you right back to our interview with JJ and Stephanie at Titleist in a minute. But we want to quickly thank this week's sponsors, starting with, of course, Titleist. Guys, Titleist has been a longtime supporter of the podcast. They've actually been here with us on the podcast for three yeah. years incredible. now. And over that time, we've got to test some incredible clubs and gotten some incredible experiences. Case in point, this TSR and getting out there to Carlsbad to see how the clubs are made. So we're going to have a whole lot more great content coming up from Titleist. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already subscribed so you get to see. But we want to thank them, of course, for not only supporting the show, but also giving us this incredible access and the time with their incredible professionals who make, build, uh, customize, fit everything, these clubs and balls that we get to play. We are very fortunate. We can't thank them enough. So go support them as well. Make sure to go to Titleist.com. Check out the new TSR. And like I said, do yourself a service. Get fit yourself. We had an incredible experience with it. And hopefully you're seeing why mm -hmm. if you're watching this interview. And Frank, got to thank FootJoy. Let me ask you a quick question. What is the best looking best performing shoe in the game for me it's so simple it's the premiere it's the premiere all day. If all you notice day. that's all i've been wearing lately i know it is the premiere series by footjoy guys it's the most played shoe on tour by far worn by you know people like homa and horschel adam scott webb simpson Poulter, and so on and so forth the collection has so many different designs and material char characteristics one would expect from a classically styled shoe uh from the premium waterproof which i love the fact that they have those waterproof leathers uh natural leather welts great details that exudes this incredible craftsmanship very stylish i keep saying that but that's the word for it they got that amazing traction great stability lighter weight and modern twist to a classic silhouette which is what makes the premier series uh collection so unique we wore it at whistling straights eight mile walking them you've done the tobacco road number two which we talk about so much but that was a lot of walking that day and hey, look great play great look great play say. great right so guys learn more about the premiere series go to footjoy.com
All right, football fans, the first week of the NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. All right, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers, make sure you use code GOLFICITY when you sign up. You're going to get $200 in free bets when you place any $5 wager this Sunday. That's code GOLFICITY only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply, so make sure you see the show notes for details. All right, and big thanks to Rapsodo. Play your best with the Rapsodo MLM, the number one personal launch monitor on the market today. It's got incredibly precise measurements, remarkable accuracy, data-rich visuals, and the new performance combines, which you and I had a chance to do, which I had so much fun doing. 24 shots to two targets, and you hit two drives. Uh, you know, you do it you know, four times. It's super quick. It's going to the range now with a purpose. Mm -hmm. You're not just going there grabbing a bucket of balls and just swinging away. You're getting numbers now. So practice with a purpose. Um, better practice, better scores, better golf. Go to rapsodo.com and use the promo code GOLFICITYMLM and get this. You're going to get 100 bucks off of the MLM, but right now they're offering a $30 bundle discount. So you get $130 off if you get the MLM and their premium subscription, which gives you that combine. So go check them out. Go to rapsodo.com com and get one today guys it's probably the best thing you're going to do for your game as far as equipment and tech data and last but not least guys if you haven't already done so check out the precision pro nx10 rangefinder it has been our go-to rangefinder all year and there's a lot of reasons for that including the upgraded internal so it's got lightning quick target lock there is absolutely no waiting plus you've got improved high definition optics and a new lcd display it's display it's all the things you've loved about previous nx line rangefinders improved and taken up a level plus it is the most customizable rangefinder out there in the market and you can even show your support with the new golficity sleeves that you can put on there but they've got all different looks and designs you can really mix and match it and it makes it one rangefinder makes it many different rangefinders that's what i really liked about it uh, plus you've got that they've increased the the magnetic strength of the magnet on the side so i love being able to just put it on the cart mm -hmm. put it on you know the push cart whatever it may be you've got your rangefinder there ready to go it feels great in the hands and like i said those interchangeable plates plus you got that precision pro care package they've got battery replacements two-year warranty on their rangefinders and a 90-day return policy with free shipping there's really a no-brainer and if you want to make it even better use promo code golficity to get 20 dollars off so swing with confidence hit more greens precision pro golf all right let's get back to our interview now with stephanie and jj it's amazing how much of it is confidence and instilling confidence. Even things I'm thinking like sound. Sound is That goes key. into yeah. it. And that could, just could be a very subjective individual golfer mm -hmm. thing. But when you feel it, it just the difference of a confidence swing versus a non-confidence swing is tremendous. Yeah. And your minds would be blown how much time and effort we spend <laughs> on engineering the sound of the products. But it's just another element, as JJ said, about all of the things that we pay attention to and delivering the best performing drivers. They have to look great. They have to sound great. They have to feel great. But they also have to fly great. And they have yeah. to really perform on all aspects. And so those those are kind of our benchmark criteria that we use as we design new drivers. We were so impressed, too, when we did the facility tour here of the manufacturing that went to it. I still can't believe the air cannon. 
Mm -hmm. fired 3,000 golf balls into these things because uh, what you were saying just made me think durability was something I had never thought of before. The abuse that these things can take for as pretty as they are, mm -hmm. they can take a lot of abuse, that's mm -hmm. for sure. Um, so let's let's talk about the three. Yeah. So how do you make the best driver that we had ever made with TSI 3 even better? And <laughs> JJ and Josh, uh, you know, they definitely threw the gauntlet down. They said, you know, you can't change much, but you have to make it go faster. And so that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. That was the fun one is the player would like it to look this way, sound this way, fly pretty similar, just go farther. Um, so that was just, the uh, yeah, big challenge. Just, 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 right? Um, but, you know, as engineers, that's that's the fun part is how do we unlock that? How do we apply new technologies? And, and I mentioned earlier about our innovation team. So they're always working in the background on new tech and new technologies. And, and they came forward with a new face insert technology that we've been able to leverage with the TSR3 that's bringing us even greater levels of speed. We're calling it speed ring. And basically how it works is it's got a stiffened perimeter to this insert, which increases our deflection at face center. So what that local deflection means at face center is that we're gaining more ball speed on face center. And despite the fact that the perimeter is, is stiffer, because we're starting at a faster spot on face center, that drop-off is still higher in, in terms of the overall ball speed across the face. Um, so it's a win-win. We've made the fastest driver we had ever made before with TSI 3 travel even faster for now players. And launch and spin-wise, um, we made some very minor adjustments. It's a little bit lower spin than where we were before, but all of that adds up to distance. So we're able to you know, produce that high launch, low spin trajectory, but now with an even faster chassis. And it's in a in a look that you know, I have heard zero complaints about. So oh, that's that's a good number yeah. when it comes to complaints. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was so convinced I was going to end up in this one too, but yeah. the numbers didn't lie. Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm so interested in the faces look so similar, mm -hmm. but <laughs> under the hood, they're so different, really. Yeah, and that's part of the model choice that you know, as we think about players and delivery conditions, and one of the research aspects that we study is how do we effectively make products deliver differently so that mm -hmm. we get launch and spin variation. So between the two, the three and the four, you have CG depth differences. And when I talk about CG depth, it's the distance back from shaft axis, but that affects dynamic face closure for players differently, depending upon their hand speed and their delivery conditions, also affects dynamic lofting of the head. So a deeper center of gravity will generally dynamically loft more. It can also dynamically close more, but it's different for every player. Yeah. And that's why it's important to have three different options because then it gives a breadth of fitting tools to the players. I'm also glad you're thinking of all this. Right. Because it's like, <laughs> right. I, all I can think about is long and, and straight. Yes. Yes. You, you're thinking about all that stuff. And for trust us. the fitter that, you know, we love for players to try all three models because there's never necessarily one bottle prescription that we want to put out there. Um, that's why we make all three and you might be surprised at which one you get fit into. Yeah, we've done enough fittings now to know that surprises happen. They do happen. You just yeah. would never think it. Um, do you ever see that on tour that sometimes the guy will make a switch or, or if it was a three guy was always in a three and... Yeah, I think, again, uh, a lot of tour players are driven by looks. Yeah. And so they'll self-fit themselves in one before they experience the product. Uh, we use a lot of statistics to drive our fitting. Uh, there's a lot of great data available for professional mm -hmm. golfers these days. So we can look at their average launch and spin conditions. We can look at their fairways hit, what their left to right tendencies are, and things like that. Um, but we have so many great tools. You know, when you look at SureFit Hosel, 
you know, when Stephanie and I started doing this, we were bending titanium heads onto the truck. So if you wanted flatter, you'd run to the truck, you'd keep the hosel, you'd bend it, and you'd hope the player never wanted it bent back. Really hard to go backwards. Um, you know, there was lots of nests. There was lots of breaking. Uh, there was lots of lead tape. You know, how do I make the weight go back? All right, move the lead tape back. Um, so when you have a product like a four, you don't have to do that. Um, you have a player like Cameron Smith, you know, he was um, looking for a little more accuracy. So the first week he was a TSR two. Hmm. really felt uh, Scottish Open that, again, it was just very stable, kind of what you guys were talking yes, about. Yeah. So a week later, moving the Open, he felt like the golf course required him to shape it more. So he moved to the three. Hmm. So in back-to-back -back weeks, he played two different models because he felt like the three model just allowed him to hit different shot shapes. So as much as you just said far and straight, yeah, that's not the actual description for everybody. Right. Some players don't want far and straight. They want far and curvature right. or yeah. flyability. Right. So those things will vary depending on the player type. You know, um, we have a player like CT Pan. CT Pan doesn't really hit a lot of shape. He wants straight. Yeah. And then you look at a Justin Thomas with TSR three. He hits a lot of shots, you know, mm -hmm. low cuts, high draws, mid-flighted cuts, um, all types of stuff. So that three fits really perfect for a player like that. So it just gives us a lot of options on the fitting tee, and it lets us have that performance drive the decision for the player. Yeah, even as you said, week-to-week -week driving decision. That's really cool. So moving on to the fairways, what was the biggest goal or challenge that you wanted to solve with the R for the fairways? I think, you know, the biggest change for us on fairways was that we wanted to really redefine flight. And when we listen to players and even listening to our tour players, uh, if anything, everyone is looking for fairway woods to fly higher. And so the real express design goal, Tom Bennett, who leads the fairway design efforts on our metal woods team for me, um, you know, his focus was on how do I make these fairway woods fly exceptionally high, still be incredibly forgiving and go far. And so those three variables were really the design impetus for the TSR fairways. Yeah. Well, we got to test those as well. They felt incredible. Uh, I was I was fitting to the two and so was the same. The two. Um, I'm coming from the two and now again, similarly, it was a club that I loved. I I I had the TS and I just wasn't hitting it well. Couldn't get it up in the air. And then the 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 I I started to get a little bit more height. Mm -hmm. But with this, I got same club head speed, same swing speed. I got more distance because I got more height out of it. And it was going, we talked about the window, a similar window you would get with like with the driver and stuff like that. So uh, it just, it's instilled, it's talking about instilling confidence. It's still like a lot of confidence when you can swing a three wood and see it get up in the air, especially for a player of our ability. You're everyday weekend players. There's so, so much technology in these fairy woods is under the hood, similarly to the drivers where it just doesn't slap you in the face, but um, we've redistributed mass internally in a pretty drastic fashion from removing uh, weight up high in the hosel area, um, removing our active recoil channel, moving our flat weight forward actually allowed us to get our CG to the lowest position we've ever been, which a lower CG in fairway woods means ball goes high. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so all of that being paired with the fact that we've been able to actually keep our inertias at or higher than where we were before. So not only do they have the lowest CGs, but they're also our most stable line of fairway woods that we've ever made. And and we had some fun. We added an extra model to it too. Yeah, the plus. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the plus. Well, the, the two plus is 
a bit of a fun one. Maybe I'll let JJ take the lead here because he came to our team with some some feedback. And for the longest time, JJ has been telling us, hey, our fairway woods, in actuality for tour players, they go too far. Yeah. Can you make something that doesn't go as far sometimes for some <laughs> specific players? Well, he came back to us and he goes, I need one that goes further. <laughs> <laughs> Put the script on it. You're I right. I, yeah. I want to just see what a big fairway wood does. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think you guys hit it on the head with a confident, inspiring driver. So we had these gorgeous classic shaped three woods. You know, Tom started working down, you know, we had challenged him. There, there's very few players on the planet go, I launched my fairway wood too high. Right. You know, oh, I got that tight lie. I just wish I had something went lower. No, you want that thing to launch high. Tour players are really good at bringing flight down. But we were intrigued by what happens if you get a really big footprint. And so a perfect example of this would be Will Zalatoris. Mm -hmm. And Will Zalatoris hits a fade off the tee. Um, there's a golf course he plays every April. He's had some, you know, decent rounds up, but mm -hmm. he's looking for a few shots that go the other direction. And so Will was playing a 16-5 TSI 3, fairly wood. And I showed him this and tried to keep my finger over the 13 and said, I have this really big fairway wood. And he looked at it and he's like, I don't know if I'll hit that high enough. But he was really intrigued by a, a fast fairway wood that he could make draw by us. So sure fit hosel, you add some loft to it. And the first one, his eyes were not in the right window. You know, <laughs> the ball's here and his eyes are like, where'd it go? And he was just thinking he was going to take a club that would be in the bag every once in a while. And now he's like, this might be in every week. It's such a weapon to have this high launching, fast three wood in the bag. Because if you guys didn't hit this, this launch is higher than any 13 degree three wood I've ever right. seen. Yeah, we've had some internal debates about whether or not to leave the loft off the head because it right. flies that high. And and the reason why it flies so high is because of this larger footprint that we have, we've been able to position the center gravity deeper than we've ever done in any of our fairway woods, but it's also very low still. So you're getting that dynamic lofting effect that I talked about and that can happen in the TSR2 driver mm -hmm. happening in the three wood. So it launches exceptionally high. It's very forgiving. And it's while it's optimized for off the tee play, it's still designed to be played off the turf too. So for a player that needs the all-around playability, it absolutely can meet that condition too. Gotcha. And when they're on tour, what what's primarily their use for a three wood? Because I think these guys are so long. I think us, Is it mainly we're in the three tee? woods trying to reach par fives and right. things. What about them? Like, where's their use of a three wood? Again, I think you, it'll depend on a ball speed. When you look at a high ball speed player like Will Zalatoris, yeah. he's going to be using that three wood off the tee more often you know, on certain dog legs or when there's three yardages and things like that. Uh, when we look at like a Jordan Spieth, he's still got a lot of distance, but he uses uh, the TSR 315 because he's somebody that uses it to hit a lot of different shots. Mm -hmm. You know, he's using it off the tee and wants really good control, but he also has to hit a variety of shots into par fives, whether it's really kind of a draw to really stretch it or with his next club being a hybrid most of the time, being able to hit kind of a high soft shot into par fives when the hybrid's not long enough. So um, again, I, I'm always the, the tough person in the room where, you know, sometimes sales and marketing wants less skews. I'm like, well, what if we just added this? Um, and, you know, Stephanie's team's like, well, I got to make a third model. Um, no one 
the, we don't complain. We actually, uh, that's the fun for us. Right. It's the toys to get to learn from. Yeah. The thing you see when, when things like that get added, <laughs> it just shows that when her team makes a prototype, how well it tested to go, well, we have to bring that out. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was kind of the cool part for us as fitters is again, you know, you guys have seen the tour van and we can do a lot, but it's amazing when you don't have to go back to it and you can do it all in the seat. I can show up with these six heads yeah, and, and be just about good with everybody. Yeah, there are so many different shots in just those Between few Between sure-fit hosel, yeah. sure-fit weights, you know, CG control on the three models, you know, having the, the high launch, low spin in the two plus or, the, you know, the um, spin adjustability in the R4, you know, and then having the two models is just being a, just a great overall but still have weight adjustment. So if I bring a couple shafts out, you know, to be able to quick throw a weight in for different shaft balance points or lengths, um, you can kind of just show up with, with a little weight kit, a couple shafts and, and get pretty dialed in pretty quick. Tons of versatility. And then with the, the two, was it similar with the, with the face, with the forgiveness across the face or? Well, because what we did with the driver is similar in that way or the real key for the two is being able to drop that cg and keep yeah. inertia high right um so it still has a very deep center of gravity so it's like our tsi2 in that regard so it's going to launch high um but it's you know even higher now because of the fact of that drop center of gravity yeah like I said, we had an incredible experience. I was impressed with how well you were hitting these things. Like, I'm nervous for our matches. <laughs> it should be. It's incredible. It should be. We're going to play a money match maybe later. Yeah. yeah. You know, but even like on the three model, you talk about how tour can help drive. Mm -hmm. So on TSI, we had three weight settings. Mm -hmm. So you guys saw, you know, we can do some internal weighting on the truck. What we were finding is we, you know, the all the way heel or all the way toe for a tour player might have been a little much. So it works really good for a lot of players. So again, challenging Stephanie or team, can we just have a weight in between? So we go from three to five and say, I want, you know, I, I want to be able to nudge it off center versus really move it really far. So, so now it matches kind of what we had on the driver, um, but really kind of opens up more precise fitting capability. It's a good right. thing you embrace challenge. Yeah. It seems like they come to you with quite a bit of them. We're problem solvers. Yeah. You know? And uh, we love the game. We love, we're passionate about the product. So it's, it's really fun for us to just get to see the evolution of it. Obviously the hard work that gets put in and then to get to see it in the hands of the best players, as well as now to get to see you all get to experience it in the gains that you're seeing with mm -hmm. TSR. Um, just validates, you know, the work that the team's put in. Yeah, like I said, two years of hard work and then release it out into the wild and just get to yep. watch where it goes from there. Yeah. Well, this has been incredible. So thank you both, first of all, for sitting down with us and our experience these past two days has just it's been, been amazing. unforgettable. Getting to experience it firsthand, like I said, at TPI in the fitting, uh, which one thing I will say, and we say this all the time to our listeners on the podcast, is like, if you haven't been through a fitting yet, just do it. Just experience it. Because we were guys, admittedly, who hoped a couple of years ago would buy off the rack and never knew what really went into a fitting. And now that we've been fit quite a few times, one thing that continues to amaze me is that we always are surprised. It's like, you think <laughs> yeah. at this point, there'd be no surprises. Okay, I know what's going to happen. It's always, we learned something. I'd never thought of that. So we'll, we definitely encourage people to go get fit because they're incredible clubs. And I think where they just reach that next level is when you dial them up with the right fitting, which you can do with shafts, with the weight adjustments we talked about, just leaving so much on the table if you don't get fit. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely encourage people to do that. But, but thank you both for, for taking the time. This has been incredible. 
here, right yeah. where they make the clubs. Right where we they make talk it. about the clubs, what's better How than How cool is that, right? So Thank thanks you. again for coming on the show. It's been wonderful having you guys yeah. here. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. You.